This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Registered Investment Advisor Podcast where financial services marketing expert Seth Green interviews experts, executives, and top producers to share can't-miss tips on how they successfully manage their financial service firms, grow their businesses, create great relationships, and influence the industry. And now, here's your host, Seth Green. Welcome to the podcast. This is your host, Seth Green. Today, I've got the good fortune to be interviewing Charlie Van Derven from Social Advisors, the social selling team for financial professionals, a systematic approach to building your financial brand influence and AUM. Charlie, thanks so much for joining us. Seth, a pleasure. Thanks for the invite, man. Our pleasure. So let's go back in time a little bit. How'd you get started? Uh, I fell backward into financial services. So I was, uh, I got snowboards on the wall behind me for those who are watching this on video, right? Old stuff. So I was, I was a rep in the snowboard industry and that wasn't paying anything. I found a little digital marketing company in 1998 in downtown Duluth, Minnesota, and they were cranking out websites for, uh, for wirehouse captive advisor firms. And so that was kind of my foray into it, right? We were a team of, uh, I think 12 people when I joined, we built that to about 350 people. And uh, yeah, so that was that was the start. I can't believe it's been almost 25 years. Okay, so wait, I got to unpack that a little bit. Yeah, so man, went, yeah. A rep in the snowboard industry. I'm not sure what that means. Um, yeah, well, not, you know, schlepping snowboard stuff at, at ski hills. Got <laughs> it. Okay, means. so snowboard rep to websites for wirehouse advisors. And that web design company had 12 people when you started and 350 people when you left. That's right. So that's a meteoric growth rate. And how did that turn into, when did you decide and how did you decide to say, I don't want to do websites for wirehouse advisors anymore. And how did that turn into social selling? Yeah. So the industry is interesting, right? Financial services is so heavily regulated that, um, you know, uh, the regulators like it when the advisors look the same, act the same, talk the same. And so that was very much what marketing was like, especially when we go back to, you know, like, uh, I joined another firm, a marketing firm for a couple of years in between that and starting social advisors. And they were, you know, 250 pieces of content for 50,000 clients, right? So every advisor looked the same, smelled the same, you know, acted the same. The regulators loved it. Problem is they're not all the same, right? And so there was a gap in the industry for someone to step in and provide more custom, personalized approach to marketing. And so in 2013, I did my best to fill that gap, me, myself, and I for a little while. And then my wife joined and completely self-funded. Seth, we moved the, the furniture out of the master bedroom and moved a conference table in. And and uh, our first two employees were coming to work in our master bedroom, which was a little awkward. So we got an office. But anyway, so we we uh, you know started with the websites and that evolved into to more content marketing, social media marketing around 2010. Um, 2013, we took the leap and uh, invested our own money and providing a more personalized service to financial advisors. And that's where Social Advisors was born from. All right. And I'm sure the longer version could probably fill a book if it hasn't already. So Social Advisors, why LinkedIn? 
Well, I'll tell you, LinkedIn um, emerged as the platform that was you know, the most um, beneficial for advisors to be on, right? So while it is naturally a B2B platform and most advisors who don't dabble in the 401k benefits work will tell you they, they really are a B2C provider, the people they want to meet are professionals for the most part, right? Many times approaching retirement, but someone who's got investable assets. And so LinkedIn has uh, the greatest net worth of any of the social media platforms. You know, it's, it's got a great tool with Sales Navigator that allows you to query the profiles. So it's easy for me to connect with the right people and for advisors to connect with the right people and then implement strategy to build a relationship around those connections. That makes a lot of sense. Now, how do you help advisors differentiate themselves, which you've alluded to multiple times, yeah. because, you know, if their prospects are anyone like you and I, you know, we get bombarded, we get LinkedIn messages from people we don't know trying sure. to sell us stuff directly. Yeah. Hey, pinging this to the top of your inbox. Hey, why don't yeah. you buy this? Um, hire my company for that every single day. So how do you guys, st- how do you help your advisors stand out? Yeah, I'll tell you, Seth, it is a long play, right? I mean, the, the messages you're talking about are, you know, a, a connect and pitch type strategy. We are the antithesis of that. So we follow a pretty standard four-step business development process. And the first step of that, uh, getting back to the question of differentiation, the first step of that is understanding who it is that you serve, right? There are, I'll share a couple quick numbers with you. Um, FINRA, which for those listeners who are not aware, is the governing body for the, the financial services industry for lack of, you know, I, I don't need to go into detail on that. There are 612,000 registered reps with FINRA. Now, that doesn't include a more independent segment called registered investment advisors, which are governed by the SEC. With the RIAs, there's about 670,000 financial advisors in this country. Now, they're not all practicing, of course, right? But let's say half are practicing 300 to 350,000 practicing advisors. That's a lot of competition. In fact, second, I believe, to real estate as far as professional services in our, in our country, right? Maybe attorneys, but attorneys are you know, differentiated pretty strictly as well. Um, it's important to differentiate by understanding who you serve so that you remove some of that competition. And then by understanding the needs of a certain segment of the audience of the, of the nation of, of our population, you start to speak their language as well. That is step one. Now, step two is you've got to get in front of as many of those people as possible, right? As, as we're building influencers at social advisors, that's our job is to build influencers it's imperative that you build a large network of people. And you can do that in a variety of ways. LinkedIn makes it simple, but of course, you know, educational, uh, educational events, networking events, some traditional ways of going about it as well. That second step is once you know who you serve, get in front of as many of those people as absolutely possible. That doesn't mean connect with them on LinkedIn and tell them immediately that you want to, you know, you want to handle their finances. In fact, that's the absolute worst thing you can do. Connect with them, be friendly, you know, build some relatability, exchange something around maybe something in their profile that you can relate to as a human, as opposed to a professional providing services. Um, Content marketing is a big piece of it, right? So you've got to nurture that network. You grow that network, you've got to nurture it, keep content in front of them. Now, LinkedIn's got a big problem with content, right? LinkedIn's a a whole bunch of salespeople shouting sales messages at each other. And that's really bad for LinkedIn, right? Because no one wants to listen to that. So be relatable. Talk about yourself a little bit. Of course, you need to talk about what you're an expert in, but you know, people, people connect with people. I do a lot of, you know, again, referencing, I know it's an audio podcast, but you know, I got, I got old relic snowboards on my wall. 
right? I can connect with people on that. I can connect on people with where I live. I can connect with on people with, you know, the things I enjoy doing, who I am as a dad or a husband, or there's so many ways to connect rather than, hey, thanks for the connection on LinkedIn. I'd love to handle your finances, which is a complete turnoff immediately right away. So right. you mean that's that. not the way people normally buy? Hi, nice <laughs> to meet you. Write me a check. Listen, Seth, I've got three or four messages today of people who are like, hey, man, you need financing for your business? Yep. I get at least a couple of voicemails every day, two about, we got a, we're going to loan you money that I didn't ask for. And at least two about employee retention tax credits going, you got sure. to do it for you. Exactly. Exactly. Right now, if you have a need there, no doubt you'll seek people out or you'll dive into your network, right? People that you know provide those I'm services. I'm not going to call back these strangers who are leaving these, mean, these robotic <laughs> messages. Did they say anything magical, Seth, that you were like, oh, those are the magic words I was waiting to hear. I put everything on hold. I canceled my appointments because I had to call that person back. <laughs> that's exactly it. No, that's about making relationships, obviously, right? And influencing, making sure that large network you're growing knows that you're an expert in their space. Be specific to them, right? And uh, and when they have a need, and I'll tell you, most of our clients, Seth, it's not somebody I connected with on LinkedIn two weeks ago. It's somebody I connected with on LinkedIn four years ago that finally is ready for the service. They've been following me, seeing my content. I get so many people that say, hey, Charlie, man, I've seen your content for years, right? We've never spoken before, but this person knows I've existed for years. They're finally ready to do business. I don't force that, but I have to be speaking to a lot of people to have a consistent flow influx of, of that opportunity. Absolutely. I think you and I are certainly speaking the same language. Now, you've got some unique differentiators yourself, of course. What is LinkedIn Post Party? Yeah, LinkedIn Post Party is awesome, Seth. So if you're a content marketer on LinkedIn, I'm going to tell you it's a little bit of a hack. Okay, so I'll I'll share that right away. If you're a content marketer on LinkedIn, um, the engagement you get on your content shortly after you post is really important for tipping the algorithm. So there's there's a concept called an engagement pod which is great in principle. It's you and your 12 closest buddies get together and you all post at the same time on the same day and you interact with each other. Good concept. Hard to implement because we invite 12 or 20 people to this particular, you know, this particular engagement pod, two or three will show up consistently. That's not the kind of volume that's going to move the needle. So post party is a cool, uh, a cool little piece of software that organizes engagement pods. And, uh, you know, you post a given time and you're, uh, you're guaranteed 15 engagements shortly after you post your content. Of course, you've got to return that favor. And so what that does, it helps get your content in front of a much larger audience. Now, if it's not good content, Seth, it's going to die out right there. If you're creating good content that creates further engagement, the beauty is that it puts in front of a lot of eyeballs, you get more engagement, the exposure of your content, your brand continues to grow and grow and grow as a result of that early activity. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it sounds absolutely like that. Now, um, you've had some incredible results for your advisors. Can Without disclosing any identities, of course, can yeah, you course. give us an example of kind of like a magical transformation? Here's where John was when he came to you, what he was having issues with, what you did for him, and kind of what the turnaround, what that ended up looking like. Yeah, you know, it. Uh, uh, again, it is not a flash in the pan kind of strategy. It is about, you know, creating relationships and connections that are going to benefit your business today, a year from now, five years from now, 10 years from now. We have had, I mean, I, you know, I know countless 
number of clients come back and say, hey, we landed a big client because of this, or we landed a big client because of the relationship I created with an attorney you put me in touch with on LinkedIn, whatever that is. We work with a variety of advisors, right? It can be a young advisor who doesn't have that natural network, right? So often the big firms want to identify the 200 people you're closest to and give them all a phone call. So, you know, a small person work with you. Not everybody has that natural network. So it's building a network to start to grow that influence. It's also, you know, we're, we're recording this in December, 2022, man, the economy is not real hot right now. A lot of advisors income at this point this year is 15% lower than it was at this point last year because of the market. So it's helping advisors who are going through that transition to rekindle that business development effort where, you know, maybe they built the book of their dreams five years ago, and it doesn't look like the book of their dreams anymore. Um, so I can certainly put specifics in there, but we've got uh, advisors that have landed like $50 million clients that they met on LinkedIn as a result of our service. Now, they didn't say, hey, you $50 million client, you know, let's do business together. But they do, they're good at their side too, right? They're good at, you know, cultivating relationship, taking a stranger, starting a conversation, moving that through the process to, hey, are you open to talking business, right? It's a fairly simple question to ask so long as you put the relationship in the right place. You mean we shouldn't try and get married on the first date? Nope, certainly not. Pump the brakes a little bit, Seth. <laughs> You've um, achieved a tremendous amount of success, not only for social advisors, but for your clients. What's your biggest challenge now? Well, we are, we're doing a couple of fun things, right? Um, I'd certainly believe in giving back. There is, uh, the independent side of our industry is growing dramatically, right? So there's a lot of that movement from the big traditional firms to a more independent space, fee-based advisors. Uh, that's the registered investment advisory channel. So uh, we launched a podcast called RIA Collective. I guess it's five or six months ago at this point. Maybe it's not quite that. Got about about twenty published episodes. You know, downloads are growing with every episode we publish. We got about ten in the bank right now. It is all about helping that maybe young advisor or second career advisor that wants to go to that independent space. We're interviewing head of lead, you know leadership at RIAs, breakaway attorneys people that not only give them the knowledge, but also the confidence to make that leap of faith in, in their career. You know, the other thing is, Seth, we're at Social Advisors, we're, we're a service provider. And that's great, but we can provide service to one advisor at a time, times, you know, we are also working on an education platform that I'm really excited about. You know, there will be, there will be some buy-in on it, um, but, but certainly a small investment, $10 a month, something like that. And we've identified 12 different segments where we can help advisors through education. That's not just sales and marketing, which is most of my background, but also, you know, that regulatory side, the compliance side, um, you know, got listed up here on the whiteboard, but client experience, public relations. We've identified 12 segments where we're putting education together actively right now for a Q1 rollout of this platform. That will be a very minimal investment. We want there to be an investment in it. Number one, we're a for-profit business. But number two, if it's free, people tend to use it less. So even at $10 a month, a small investment is going to keep our, our base, our community engaged. Um, and we want to touch as many lives as we can through financial services, which really the purity of that it gets a the industry gets a bad name because it's still seen as stockbrokers from years ago. Really, there's so many advisors out there helping families prepare themselves for their futures. You know, by us helping advisors, 
we're vicariously helping families to, you know, to prepare themselves for a successful future, whether that's buying a house or putting the kids through college, if that's the direction they want to go, or just creating the retirement of their dreams. That is a beautiful thing. Your passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you're doing? People, you know, that's, that's the best and sometimes not the best, but <laughs> for the most part, Seth, uh, people, not only being a leader to a group of people who are, who have a common goal within social advisors, um, but also all the lives we get to touch through, you know, through, uh, through the services we provide and yeah, interacting with people like, uh, this is honestly being on your podcast or I got off a call shortly before we jumped on to record this. My favorite part of the day is engaging with, with people who are making a difference in others' lives. Really, it really is fun. That is awesome. Well, I couldn't agree more for our folks who are watching or listening, want to learn more about you and social advisors. Yeah. Where is the best place for them to go? Well, postparty you referenced earlier, socialpostparty.com gives you more information about that engagement or that, uh, that content tool. Uh, social-advisors.com is our website. And then uh, Charlie Van Derven, I, I'm luckily for everybody else. There's only one of me. I'm pretty easy to find on LinkedIn as well. And I spend about eight hours a day on that platform. So, <laughs> All right. Well, we greatly appreciate your time. This has been Seth Green with Charlie Van Derven from Social Advisors. Charlie, thanks again so much for joining us. Seth, thank you again for the invite. It's great to be here. Thanks everybody for watching or listening. We'll talk to you or see you next time.